options, choices, and we get them often. Nah, yeah, yeah. And if you ain't no, God damn it, what? Any, mini, mini, moe. Let's get it, let's go. If you ain't no, what? What? Any, mini, mini, moe. Let's go. And we're live. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ladies, you already know what it is. Hell yeah. Welcome to Down in the Basement Podcast, where we tell you what really went down this week. Yes, sir. My name is Anthony. We got Simon in the house. What is good, everybody? We got Elizabeth over there. I am here this time around. And we got Ricky with the sounds. Uh, the one and only. Episode number 126. 126. Yep. Mm-hmm. 126. Yep. Uh, the one after Thanksgiving. I hope everybody had no. a wonderful Thanksgiving. And um, how was it for you guys? Let's go around. It was we'll good. Go first. Ooh. It was good. A uh, lot to be thankful for. And spent it with family. Spent it spent the weekend with friends. But Thanksgiving solely. Can't complain, man. Mine was good. My was ch- I missed y'all. I am happy to be here. But yeah, it was chill. It was a quarantine Thanksgiving. So, you know, just food. Nice. Uh, Thanksgiving was cool. I got lit with my family. Jeez. It was pretty sick. Mm-hmm. I had a good time. How about you, Aunt? My Thanksgiving was good. A um, Definitely a lot of food. Got to see the family. Socially distanced. Um, but it was nice. And, yeah, it was a good weekend after that, too. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, I know what you fucking saying, cause it's a bad bitch's birthday. You know what I'm saying? We out here. Right. Twenty seven feeling like I'm in heaven. You know what I mean? Hey. Surrounded by angels in different angles. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Amazing. Blessed. Yes, sir. Never stressed. Well dressed. You know what I'm saying? We out here. We making moves. In silence like lasagna. That's how a real G moves. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. <laughs> I just had to pick up the. I had to pick up the energy a little bit. I feel like we was dazing, yeah. but yes, yes, Anthony. Um, nice. let me tell you something good. Tell me something good. Tell me something good. My motherfucking birthday. That's what's good. And I keep cussing, which I'm trying to stop because this is a family show. But yes, this birthday, Thank November you. 29th, was a SAG's birthday. The SAG of all SAGs. The saggiest. The saggiest. That's me. R-I-C. A-R-D. What you know? Ooh. You know what I'm saying? We out here. Uh, All right. Nah, but yeah, man, it was great. Uh, You know, I want to say first and foremost, thank you to the Academy for giving me this award. Um, Blessed to have another year. Uh, I do want to say thank you to to my main man, Antonius, um, for for preparing a a cool little... uh, cabin getaway and i appreciate you planning it i appreciate you chefing it up bro Ooh, y'all don't know but anthony gets down in the kitchen bro 
down in the yeah. basement and down in the kitchen. You feel me? <laughs> this man, right? What'd you cook? What'd you whip up? What'd you whip oh, up? I'm curious. Some chicken and some ribs, but the chicken's for my boy because you know that's what he likes. That's all I eat. And I made it specially delicious. Cause Ricky's scared of the beef, you know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> hey, you're right, right though. Keep that shit away from me. I'm telling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. No. Right on, dude. Yeah, he made ribs. Yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Some greens, potatoes, greens, beans, tomatoes, greens, potatoes, 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 reds, <laughs> breads. Dun, dun. That was Anthony, man. He was just honestly him and Bree. Shout out to Bree. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to all our girls. Uh, shout out to Airbeezy. He was also out there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, we was all just having a good time, turning up, celebrating another year, another life. You know what I'm saying? Even through all the the downs that 2020 has produced, you know, we find we find light. We find light in the tunnel because that's all we can do. You know, the end of the year is coming up, too. I hope everyone out there is is finding some light to get them through this year. It can only get better. And we'll explain how things will get better soon in in uh, things that went down this week. But that was my weekend. Lots of fun. Um, uh, I did want to... You wanna... know what's funny? What? So, obviously, we're going to address that we're all recording remotely because, you know, Corona <laughs> is in the up and coming. But... That's true. What I find it funny is that just a couple of, not even like an hour, probably like an hour ago, you came to my house to pick up your booze birthday gift. For real. But I didn't get you anything. <laughs> that is hella funny. Yeah, and you're fake. I'm nah, kidding. Right. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like, now, like you were talking about your birthday and I was just like, bro, I was such a bad friend because you literally picked up your girl's birthday gift, but I didn't can't use something. Nah, it's That's all good. fucked up. It's, That's racist. Honestly, the the <laughs> the work that you put into this podcast, into the marketing, into the all, the overall hustle that you put into this this you know this 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 love of mine. It's not just a hobby. It's not just a hustle. It's it's a passion. This passion of mine is honestly, mine. yeah, honestly, that's that's enough of a gift for me, Ellie. I appreciate you, and you don't really have to get me a gift. You know, like I, it is funny because, you know, like I never hold it against my friends if they don't get me a gift. You know, it's not that's not weird to me. Like we're kind, we're like we're already old enough to like, you know, like I ain't gonna be mad because my friends yeah. didn't get me a gift, and you know, I hope that my friends don't get mad if I don't get them a gift one year. Um, you know, eventually I will, though. I always try to, to, to spoil those that I love. I try to also invest in my friends' passions and shit. So, mm-hmm. yeah, honestly. I like, could, like, hook you up with, like, another, like, job. What's up? Or another project, another project. That's true. You you did. You, you are, you are, uh, you are the, the middleman, the, the connect, trying to plug me up with, with some more hustles. And, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, we invest in each other, and that's the only way we're going to grow water each other you know what i'm saying but yeah don't even worry about that it's all good in fact the fact that you got my girl a present is crazy like you don't even have to and now she feels like she needs to get you some so we're gonna see how that turns out but you see you see how ricky set the tone there hey, you can just can't be mad when people don't get you presents you just know, because you get them presents yeah, you already set the terms and conditions out there just letting you know ellie don't you think shit <laughs> simon simon knows the moves bro he, he knows. hey it, you know what i mean <laughs> 
Hey. Right on. Hey, so let me go ahead and pass this on, though. Uh, I want to know, Ellie, tell me something good. What's going on? Something good. Well, you know, times are tough, and I, I, I have this thing where I feel like survivor's guilt mm. during the holidays because I'm like I'm I'm okay you know I have the bills are paid I have a roof over my head I have friends that are good family that's great I have so many things to be grateful for but I always think about the people that don't have as much mm. during the holidays so I kind of you guys talked about it last time yes we but did. I started this this initiative, this campaign mm-hmm. called the San Jose Elotero Man. There you go. Hey. I basically started through TikTok. I started getting funds for my local street vendor hey. because I saw that he was working late at night and he would always stop by my house and wait for me because he knew that I would always buy something from him. Mm. So, you know, he, he touched my heart because I would seem like, late at night when it's dark and he's the fact that he's still out here working that late he just touched my heart so i started gathering funds and on wednesday a week from today i was able to give him fourteen hundred dollars so wow that's something the culture Four, it's a whole lot of money hold on fourteen hundred fourteen hundred damn blessings on blessings out here and all through tiktok all through TikTok, yeah. That's so amazing, man. TikTok can be used so, for such wonderful things. Also, yeah. some bad things. We'll get into that later. But <laughs> do you feel? How did it feel for for like when you gave him all that money? Did it feel corny? No, it was like I was. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, damn, like I didn't even catch that. But no, it felt fine. It was great. Like I was, I was kind of scared because I didn't want to insult him, so I just told him like, "Hey, like a couple of days ago, I would take videos of you, and I hope you're not offended." But I started, you know, gathering funds for you, and through the power of the internet, we were able to give you this much money. So, but he felt nice. He felt great. He he just couldn't believe it. Like he didn't cry, and like I didn't cry. A lot of people were asking me like, "Did he cry?" He did not cry, but he was just like. He just couldn't believe it. He was like, "What?" Yeah, he was emotional. You gotta, hey, you throw fourteen thousand at him. I bet you he shed a couple of tears. Oh, I bet. <laughs> no, not 14, it was like one thousand four hundred. No, no, I know that. What I'm saying, like, if you had an extra zero on that, hey, yeah. each zero is a tear, baby. Come on, let's go, <laughs> run it up. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was cool, and it was cool, and it was great. Mm-hmm. If you want to actually cool. see the emotional uh, result that that he did. Give, that he did give you can actually check her out on tiktok eliza e-l-i-z-a-b bay b-a-e so it's, i think it's a three-part series and it's very touching it's he's just yeah. very thankful very appreciative and it made me proud to to have a friend like you you know part of our squad but also the humanitarian and the what's the other philanthropic type of like soul that you are so and i see and not only that but our own elizabeth over here also is is helping others i saw that she has a video where she's also promoting a cancer patient correct oh yes so because of the the um 
the whole El Otero man through TikTok, um, I was able to gain a lot of followers, like a couple thousand followers, which I was not expecting. And that wasn't the purpose of it. But that's kind of, you know, just naturally what happened. And now a lot of people are reaching out to me and asking me, like, can you promote me? Can you help me out? Can you promote my GoFundMe? Because I'm going through this. My whole family lost a job because of COVID. So, like, that's the least I can do just to help people and be like, yo, this is this person. Like, they're currently affected through cancer. This person currently, like, needs help paying their bills. This person has children. Like, this person lost their job. If I can make a TikTok, like, that's the least I can do. So that's kind of what I'm doing now. And I have no problem with it. But, yeah, like, now I'm just promoting people's people's businesses, um, people's, like, Etsy shops, people's individual GoFundMe. So that's kind of, like, what my TikTok is now. All right. Carter here first. We have very our very cool. own TikTok activist out here. Yeah. <laughs> that's a thing now. Making movies. Hey, you made it a thing. You're a pioneer. Oh, Add yeah. that to your Spotify wrapped. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> ah, yeah. Let's talk about, is that, was that everything this week? Ellie? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, still TikToking, still working from home, still podcasting from home, but we're all good. We're all safe. And yeah, it's been a good week. Gave lots of thanks and paid it forward. There you go. Love to hear it. Facts. Antonius, tell me something good, brother. Ooh. Well, all right. I told you about that Thanksgiving. That was good. Also, that weekend. Do we already did we already talk about my mixtape? Oh, hey. Oh, me. Tell the audience. What? Don't talk to me. You need a promo. Ah, so I made a mixtape over um, okay. right before Thanksgiving. It was featuring um, us playing basketball, <laughs> and I was just <laughs> highlighting my moves. Yeah. We didn't talk about that last week, didn't we? Well, we didn't have an episode <laughs> last week. Oh, that's we, right. We kept and, our fans um, waiting. What happened? Nothing. I was just I was just reminding the fans that we didn't even have a week uh episode last week. We we had to we had to We're cancel stuck. unfortunately for the holidays. Yeah, that's right. So um thanks for hanging in there with us. And yeah, no, my mixtape was cool. It was I was actually just playing around with it, but I put my track over it and it looked pretty cool. A few <laughs> edits here and there and it looked like a real mixtape. Yeah. Um, I, I can't I don't that... think you can call it a mixtape if all your footage is from five minutes of one game against the same person. I mean, hey, if the clips show, the clips show. Hey bro. Simon, stay out of this, all right? Hey man, I'm just <laughs> here to I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Just <laughs> for the audience that didn't know. Uh, Ricky was the one that was guarding me throughout the whole mixtape. <laughs> Talk that shit. And uh, you know, we're trying to play again. Uh, I would, I would plug your your Instagram so people can see it, but I don't even think you posted it. I haven't posted it. You should. Sure? Damn, I am now. Worse, there's nothing worse than a mixtape that you don't release, bro. Nah, all right, I'm gonna post it now since all I right. talked about it here. You heard it here first. <laughs> uh but yeah that's about that's a that's all that's been good with me awesome other than that can't complain but can't stay the same hey Hold on, let me let me give you one right. of these real quick god damn it spitting bars it ain't even wise words yet simon 
Tell What's me cracking? something good. Something good. I had a COVID test today. I don't know if that's good or not, but man, well, people are some pussies, bro. I I thought it was gonna be the worst experience that I've ever gone through. Like, cause the way I've seen like people online, they're always like, "Oh, you know, I got it." They're like doing all these crazy, like you know, gestures and shit. Um. So yeah, I I, I got my COVID test today. Um, I didn't even know she did the test, bro. <laughs> She was like, tilt your head back. I was like, uh-huh. And I, I closed my eyes. And then I was like, just let me know. She was like, oh, I'm done. I was like, oh, damn. That's crazy. I don't know. Maybe that's just because you're used thing, you're used to things going up your nose. Or it's just my allergies. Shoot. Mm, that's what does that mean? It just means that I've had allergies. I got allergies. Got a lot of allergies. <laughs> yeah, bro. Um, Other than that, man, like working... uh. I've just been busy lately. I've been keeping myself super occupied. Um, yeah, I've just been, I feel like time is going by so fast. We're back in like this whole purple lockdown, but that shit don't yeah, face me. True. You know what I mean? I feel like I got so much other shit to do. So many, you know, grinds and projects that we're all working on. So, mm. hey, this quarantine ain't shit. Mm. Hey, but there's going to be the second, apparently it's the second wave already, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and... I think. The I second think... lockdown is being installed upon us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw today that they've recorded, the U.S. has recorded the most amount of deaths since the beginning of this pandemic. I think 2,600 deaths today, which is fucking insane. But yeah, man. I mean, that's why. Keep, we... uh... It's more than 2,500. That's why. Yeah, we... yeah. around 2,700. So 2,700 people reportedly dead from COVID in the U.S. on Wednesday. So. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's crazy, man. Yeah, more than any other day since the pandemic began. So, yeah. Wait, 2,000 people dead in one day? One day. 2,700. So almost 3,000 people. Um, Yeah, 2,700 people dead from COVID on Wednesday. More than any other day since the pandemic. And that's according to the New York Times. Like, that. that's a lot of people, guys. Like, you Not think it. about that? Like, 2,000 people in a room mm-hmm. and in one day dying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's... That's insane. So since we're yeah. stay safe. since we're already on Corona, let's let's just go ahead and talk about the updates. Um, yes, the deaths. The vaccine just got approved in the UK for Ooh. for uh, just Pfizer public use. Pfizer. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see the video where Fauci talks about the vaccine, the fears of the people, and all of this? Have you guys listened to it? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Did everyone listen or did everyone watch that? Mm hmm. OK, we don't need to we don't need to play it. But uh, if you haven't listened to it, it's a it's honestly such a great like he is a great speaker. And I trust what this man says. And really, just he knows what he's talking he, about. Just because he can speak well. Um, no, because, he's also he's like, head of the fucking. What what organization is he the head of? Because of his credentials. Yeah, bro. He's like a scientist. And like how eloquently he, you know. Communicates describes, his words. Communicates. Like, bro, To the public. A couple episodes ago, I don't know if it was our last episode, episode 125 or 124, when we started talking about these vaccines and we were talking about our fears, you know, I don't want to get shot up, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to wait until the fifth wave. That's Simon. After, I'm still fifth wave shoddy, boy. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> I wouldn't mind being first wave. Come here. Come here. You're a real one, bro. 
You Same. too, Ellie? Both y'all? Bro. Hey, you know what? Y'all some real ass homies, bro. I, like, I knew I can count on y'all. I am ready. I am ready. <laughs> Put it in. Like, my, my little rubber band so you can see the, the vein. Mm -hmm. Shoot me up. Because I'm sick and fucking tired of this. Wear your fucking mask. Wash your fucking hands. Stay away from mother... Sorry, I, Ricky said that he didn't want to, like, to cuss Yeah. Ellie. Where's all this animosity coming from? Stay away. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I've been over it since the beginning. I had faith in people. The United States is a third world country wearing a Gucci belt. We don't listen to people who are the head of, Gucci, but what is that to do of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. Like this is the most important person in this country and people are still saying fire Fauci. No, wear your masks, listen to the science, mm -hmm. pay attention to the science Facts. and get together because like i want to see you guys yeah i want everyone to get back to work i want people to thrive again yeah i want people to pay their bills and i want to go see post malone yeah there you go exactly open the strip clubs what yep Anyways, let's go um no yeah. but <laughs> no but i i Shit. after after <laughs> listening to fauci i was like bro why am i so afraid of a shot like if you think about all the pandemics that we had before everything gets better after a vaccine because that's literally what the vaccine is supposed to do and then everyone's so scared about how fast it's being rushed about why it's happening why we're making a vaccine in such record time and fauci was right man it's it's because of all the advances that we've made that's just a testament to all of that you know what i mean before it used to take so long for us to come up with a vaccine because we don't have the te technological advances that we have now we don't have all these dope ass scientists coming together to like fight against this pandemic with all this new technology that allows us to communicate in the in, in an instant you feel me so if they stopped the measles if they stopped i was about to say the meagles <laughs> <laughs> only the meagles the, the meagles <laughs> offset <laughs> covid <laughs> uh yeah if if they you know they we we got a measles vaccine we got like you know other type of flu vaccines like everything always like starts working after we get these vaccines so and honestly like how how do we, like you know who's gonna be the first ones to receive this vaccine frontline workers frontline like workers bro like do you really think we would be giving our front row defense against this shit if it wasn't like yo no we like this is that shit you know this yeah. is this is what we need in order to advance society we're not going to give it to the doctors and the nurses that are literally fighting this thing every day because if they go bro we are done you feel me so honestly so then what you've just admitted to and like what you're saying is like like they're just like the worker bees try it on the worker bees right that's no, what, like not like try it on them but because those are the people who are literally saving people's lives right and they're the ones that are most vulnerable to actually get the coronavirus so Correct, but if people, we should give the vaccine to the people who are literally saving lives because without them, the whole nation would collapse. Mm -hmm. So if we give it that to makes them, sense. then I think it's safe to say, like, even if we were to get it, like, there is going to be a small percentage of people that are going to have, it's not going to maybe work as well, but that doesn't mean it's going to make you worse. It's not going to mutate you and shit. I really don't believe that. So my thoughts on the vaccine have changed. I'm not that fearful. I'm accepting and bro like i'm always pro vaccine like i'm i'm pro like i've gotten my flu shot a lot of y'all yeah. don't even get your flu shots 
when you're when you're a child, what? when you're first, you get like shots, and then when you start going to school, <laughs> they pass me some Patron. Shot. Yeah, like here, baby. Hey. Yeah. So like, this is this is my stance on it, right? So first and foremost, as a child, I was vaccinated. I took care of it. My mom had me in it all the time. But like, I think what my question and what like where my my not question, but just yeah, let's call it a question, is I haven't had a shot in how long? Ten. Oh, it, it's been let's say fifteen, fifteen years maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't get sick. I don't like, I don't like, fall, like, I just don't get sick. You know what I mean? So my thing is like, at what point is it like you have to take this versus you, you know, like I don't get sick and I never took a shot and I've also taken shots and I haven't got sick. So well, here's, here's the thing about like getting sick. Right? When you say I don't get sick, do you mean like the flu, like a cold? I just mean, I don't get sick. Like I, I, I barely get sick ever. So like a flu, a flu or, or, you know, a cold. Whatever you want to call it, yeah. Okay, so you know that's that's great for you. I'm sure it has something to do with the shots that you've received or lack of shots that you haven't received. Maybe you just have a great immune system. But mm -hmm. now let's talk about like the Spanish flu, or think about serious diseases out there that you've been given the shot for, which you you are now immune to. Bam. That's that's the difference. That's the whole point. Yeah, people, people get the flu every season. Yeah. Every once a year i know i haven't gone like a flu like there's been a year where i didn't get sick but we're talking about a virus this isn't like yeah flu yeah so well, i mean either way if you're still gonna be exposed shot, to it if you're gonna get the shot you're gonna be immune to the novel coronavirus like what we're dealing with right now COVID 19 so can i ask you a question can i me yeah yeah. I so wait, know, first and foremost, you? I just need to make it I need to make a make it very clear for all the listeners I hear it. None of us are doctors. This is all yeah, just no, our personal no. opinions and yeah, what we Yeah, cuz I don't have the um, fucking patience so, with you, dude. Yeah. But like my thing is when you have a vaccine, right? Technically, you're exposing your immune system to whatever that vaccine is, right? Yes. Right? And, and then also not, yeah. Not and not um not every not every time though. Okay, well nonetheless, when you inject a virus you are injecting it, introducing it to the immune system, and you are allowing your body to fight it, which makes it have those, you know, genomes or whatever the fuck you want to call mm -hmm. them, the white blood cells architect to be able to battle that, right? Mm -hmm. When you actually time. get... What? Not every time. For example, this this COVID vaccine, it, it doesn't contain the COVID virus. Yes. And why the fuck would I take it? Because, because it'll it's monitored. They're not giving you coronavirus. It'll help They're you. That's, that's, you have just proved my, my exact question. It, it's not going to give us the virus. The way our bodies learn something is by introducing yourself to it and then your immune system building up to battle it. So that's like my question. If we're all gonna we get need a doctor. We need a doctor in here, man. Next. You're the first to go if you don't get like the vaccine. You're like you're gonna be dead. Nah. I don't think so. I think I think like I think what you just said is a super cap ass response. But no, I don't well, think that's the, the vaccine the way is only to treat it, right? Not to prevent it. So it's not like you're taking it as a preventative measure. Yeah, you are. Like fool. your vitamins. Yeah, you are. That's exactly that's the point exactly of a vaccine. What, that's exactly what a shot is for. It's so that you prevent your body from uh, when you get that virus right, okay. for it affecting you. Like so it's it's, it's a preventative treatment. Okay. Exactly. So you're not treatment. Yeah, it's not treatment. You're preventing it from it actually killing you. Yeah, exactly. I know. Like I don't know. There's just. Like the thing about like the, again, 
I was introduced okay. to them. I was born with them. My, my mom had me do them. Oh, and I didn't have an issue with it. And, like, even now, like, if you, if people want to vaccinate their kids and do all that stuff, great. And then I also respect people who feel like they don't want to because there are some questions that just doesn't make sense, right? Like, well, like right now, you just basically stated that the way that vaccines work is by introducing the the actual virus into you so your body can use, like, uh, learn from it and then be able to fight it. But now here we are saying, well, we're not even putting in the vaccine in you, right? It's something modified and different. So well, it's like give you the actual definition of a vaccine. A mm-hmm. vaccine is a substance used to stimulate the production of antibody antibodies and provide immunity against one of one or several diseases. So, so what you just said is exactly immune. what. Yeah, I'm. That, I want to be immune to the coronavirus. Yeah. What? No, my thing is, my thing is, what is the difference between getting a vaccine versus actually just getting it and letting your body fight it and then okay. grow from it? Same. Okay, let me answer that question. Mm-hmm. So you getting the vaccine versus is that your question? You getting the vaccine versus you getting the actual? That's not my question. That's my statement. <laughs> that's like where that's where I stand. So a vaccine is what's going to help you fight the actual coronavirus. The coronavirus. That's not what's going to be put into your body. That's not what's in the vaccine. The vaccine is the actual production that's going to help you combat the coronavirus. So, so when and if you get it, you'll yeah. survive. I, I get what you're saying. I don't want to dwell on this too like too long because again, we're not professionals in this field. All we're talking about is just our opinions. But again, not like from all. the conversation that we're having, I still find myself with even the definitions that you read. At mm-hmm. the same exact questions and points that I had in the beginning, right? Like it's that's sad. and that's just my stance, right? But to me, it's sad. Right. To everybody, hope you don't die from it if you decide not to take it. You heard it. Here. Yeah. You heard really it. Sad. You heard it. <laughs> I think I'm to everybody, to everybody, it. everybody definitely has their 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 options and their choices of, of why and what they do. Right. Um, and hey, you know what? Like everybody teach their own. Um, but yeah. I ain't going to sit here and bash people say you're going to fucking die if you don't do something. <laughs> come on, Ellie. Come on, Ellie. What are you doing you up here? Tell that to the 200, 2,700 people that died today. Like that, what would that's I tell them? Well, what would I tell them to take a vaccine that's not even released yet? I don't understand what the... <laughs> no, don't take a vaccine. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Anti-vaxxer. Like... And I'm not even... A... <laughs> that was our COVID update. You know... Just more educated. No, uh, we have different opinions. We have different opinions. This is a great discussion. It Thanks is a great for discussion. sharing, guys. Unfortunately, it is a discussion that could go on for hours. And now, maybe- what I want to tell the listeners is to consult a professional. Exactly. And let <laughs> us know how it goes. Best of luck to you. Facts. <laughs> All right. What's next? All right. Let's talk what about. One down. Wait. We haven't even gotten to there yet. We just wanted to do a quick COVID update, but it turned a little bit uh, extended more than usual. Let's do a down in your thoughts yeah. real quick. Let's do a down in your thoughts. Simon? So the down in the question is accent time. So I want you to give me the best accent that you can without thinking. Well, I guess that's not even right to say. Go ahead and give us your best accent on the spot. On the show. Without trying without to be racist, basically, is what he's trying yeah. to say. Yeah, you can choose whatever you want to choose. I'll go first. Okay, Sorry. Ricky, go ahead. Ellie, Ellie, my bad. I thought you weren't. Go ahead. An accent can't be racist? I think you have to be racist in this sense. 
Okay. You go first. <laughs> right. Ricky, give me give me your best accent right now. So be racist let me, first. Right here, let I got me, you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Let me set the tone. Okay, you. go ahead, Ricky. Go ahead. Ah, uh, Surfside Ed, I'm from Cali. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, <laughs> okay. So that was your Cali vibe? That was my surfer. My my yeah. Everybody when they think of Cali, they think of like hippy dippy surfer dude. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anthony, you go ahead, go. Oi, Cronky, mate. <laughs> Check out my new episode. Wait, what was that? Australian. <laughs> Bruh, really? It's an alien. <laughs> okay, an alien? Australian. Honestly, I'll let you decide. Yeah, that was a little, a little off. All right, Ellie, do you have one now that you want to go ahead and... I... I... <laughs> That that no, I don't, because I was trying to do it like that's what I I was I I hold on, I wanted to go into an Australian accent, but then Anthony came in with his accent, so now I feel like I'm talking in a New York Southern accent, but I need to talk in an Australian accent. That accent okay. is all over the place. <laughs> well, for yeah, me, the worst. <laughs> for me, I have a go-to. And I, we've seen it on this show so many times. And, like, you know, there's certain times when you can just start to kick it back up and get in your little Carol Baskin vibes. And I really like to take this accent pretty much everywhere that I go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was, when I was trying to deliver this, I just wanted it to be, like, on the spot and funny. I feel like we got too much time to think about it, but it's cool. Yeah, because you be. don't want to freaking be racist. I feel like as soon as you said accent, so many accents. I didn't even. I didn't even say racist. I just said somebody it, else it, mentioned. It could racist. be taken that way racist. though. Right now, you really? know what I'm saying? If I try to do like any other type mm. of accent, that's not that's, turbulent times. You know, regional. I don't know. I'm just saying, it's a little. It's a little, it. little hard for little <laughs> me. But yeah, accents. Accents were my shit. I would. I love doing accents. Like comedians, I love it when they do accents. When they like copy each other, I love when like Jamie Fox does Mike Tyson and like all that other shit. That's hilarious, bro. Wait, an accent can be racist. An accent. I don't think it can be racist. I mean, you don't think so? Is accents? You're doing an American accent. <laughs> I think some can. Some definitely. No, can. no. I, I feel like if, if you do it too well. Okay. If you do it right, then I think that it's okay. If you butcher it completely, I think it's bad. So it's like a, I don't like know. a comedian thing where like you could say anything as long as you're a comedian, but as long as it's funny. Because if it's not funny, then you're just fucked up. Isn't a language kind of. pertaining to like a region and not a race? So like if you like the Brit, Brit, like Britain, right? They have the English accent. Like if you're just talking to oh, British accent, you're just talking like, in like Britain, British, but British people, can that? Yes. That's not racist though, right? British, and I don't think British is like a British accent is racist. Yeah. Can Brit you be racist against dialect? Like, what do you mean? Like, can you be racist against the voice? Is that possible? Like, you sound like this, and I don't like you because of that. Is that racist? Oh, because you sound a certain type of way. Yeah. I know, like, race. Well, like, if someone said point. you talk ghetto, I would feel like that's kind of racist. Yeah, that's pretty true. But, like, ghetto is a is ghetto a dialect? That's kind of fucked up to call ghetto right. like a, a an accent, right? Right. But if someone <laughs> well, like, said, yeah, like, what if you there's say like pigeon, pigeon 
um tongue, right? I don't know what the fuck that even means. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, let's get into what Bird the hell we're Let's talk about what went down this <laughs> we... week. <laughs> you guys obviously don't speak it. Sorry, bro. I'm not not about that bird talk like you. All right, let's get into what went down this this week. Important things like Nate Robinson getting knocked out. Oh, uh, that's very sad, bro. Breaks my heart. That shit was so Sing. sad. He had no. That business. felt racist. Yo, it did though. It did. Like Jake Paul just knocking out Nate Robinson in a way like, uh, like, man. Did you guys see it? Did you guys see the fight? I saw it. Yeah, I saw it live. It was um. Damn, bro, it was bad. Um, my question on it is like, who does Nate Robinson even have like real friends? Who trained him? Who let him get in the ring with Jake Paul? Like, I'm not gonna sit here and say I like Jake Paul or like I think that he's like a cool guy or I was rooting for him, but I mean the dude has been in multiple fights, right? And he's been training for a couple years. Nate Robinson had no chance. Yeah, I don't care how much of a super athlete you are, he had no chance. Yeah. I don't even think that he actually trained with, like, boxing professionals for this fight. Or if he did, he did not expect the ass-whooping that he got, bro. Like, you could tell the difference in form, in just punch. Absolutely. Like, it was so sad. And as soon as I saw him get knocked down the first time, I was like, ooh, this is not going to end good. He better play some defense. And no, he just kept swinging wildly and boom. I don't know, man. Yep. You guys ever you guys ever got your ass beat and just like what let's hear it. You guys ever got your ass beat? I'll be first. I got my ass beat once. Yeah? Once. And it was in it was elementary and I got tossed like a fucking rag doll, dude. Like <laughs> it was bad. Like I I thought I could stand up to anybody cuz I had fought before. I had, I protected damsels in distress. I was the knight in shining armor. But one day I went against this dude who I'm actually pretty cool with now. We don't really talk, but we ended up just like just settling, squashing the, the beef, whatever. But yeah, I should not have fucked with him. He, like as soon as it started, like I squared up and he literally just went up to me, grabbed me and tossed me like a rag doll. Like when I told when I tell you I look like a helicopter blade just spinning and, t- <laughs> and hitting the pavement, bro, it was it was so fucked up and it was in front of everybody during recess and i was just like as soon as he did that i was like this was a mistake this was a big mistake and then he felt bad about it and then came to my house to give me a present that makes it even worse like don't fucking give me a present for beating me up like yo (laughs) like come on bro like yo that is the most disrespectful thing i've ever heard of straight up like he comes to my house you just beat me up at school you come to my house (laughs) bearing gifts talking about a you know thanks for letting me beat your ass i'm like bro don't don't don't, (laughs) nah fresh trauma for real that's a gift he already gave me and then he had to pop up with some socks i'm like come on bro you already socked me enough damn yeah it was bad yeah, shout out to Malik. I don't think it's coming back from that though. I think, damn, you gave him a shout out on the pod too. Hey, That's I crazy. told you we squashed it. We squashed it, like man. I don't give a shit. Hey, you home. fight me they're and home. you give me presents, you ain't getting no shout nah, out. He ever. was a good. He was a good kid. He was a good kid, man. He he was a good kid. We ended up talking later, and he was a cool. Go fight him. 
Yeah. You got to just squash it sometimes because some other times if they be disrespecting you like, nah, you can't be squashing it like that. I mean, you can leave it where it is, <laughs> but sometimes you just, but yeah, man, that's my story. Who else got a story? Let's go. I know everybody. And if y'all, don't, I- if y'all haven't been beat up, then y'all haven't been living, bro, because you got to take your, your wins and also your lessons, not your losses, your lessons, because all of them are lessons. You feel me? Let's get. Let's I haven't got it. beat up, like, but I have been. Lost a fight. I was side, but, well, it wasn't even a fight. All right. So I was chilling one day with a group of people, and, and I, I was mistaken for somebody as somebody else, right? Um, and somebody, you know, was out to get that person. I happened to be standing there, and. This dude came up behind me, and I felt like he just gave it everything he had, and he, he side-busted me, dude, straight in my temple, dude. And I literally, like, for me, I don't know what it is, but, like, when I get into, like, some sort of, like, physical altercation, like, I just, the adrenaline starts building up where, I, like, I don't feel, like, nothing. Like, he hit me, and basically what happened is, like, I turned around, and I was like, okay, I think he was expecting me to fucking fall and, like, drop, but I just turned around, and I was like, what? And he was like, oh, my bad, like... That's the, everybody's like, that's the wrong guy. He's like, oh, okay. And low-key, we shake hands after. What? <laughs> Damn. You got punched on accident and you shake his that hand. That shit phased me, though. Hey, look at Ricky over here accepting presents for the Damn. motherfucker to beat him up. And you over here talking about me squashing the beef just All by, right. like, you yeah, the wrong? At least, hey, yeah, at least nah, I fought nah, back. Yeah. <laughs> at least I fought what? back. <laughs> well, bro, as soon as I fought, like, was like, turn around, like, okay, like, what the fuck is gonna go on here? And everybody was like, yo, yo, stop, stop, that's the wrong guy. And I was like, it was like mutual friends, you know what I mean? I was like, okay, well, here I am sitting here with fucking a headache, ready to go home now, because I'm not having a good time, you know? But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I never, I never got my, like, I never got my ass whooped, no. not yet. Still looking for that day. Not yet. Not yet. yet. <laughs> it'll, it'll happen. Sure, I'm sure it will. Everybody has to get their ass whooped once in their life. Let's hear it. My mom used to. My mom used to fuck me up, dude. I think that's all the ass whooping I've ever. That doesn't in my count. Life. Like, right. Really? Of you sure? It's not. Your mama does it with some love. That don't count. No, Actually, it didn't feel like love. Mm, <laughs> you're still loving that. Nah. I don't know. Yeah, man, Nate Robinson. I don't, I don't know, like what his friends or like what he expected from it. Um, I was reading like some stuff where he was like going back to like his group chat and shit, and everybody was just like making jokes, and he's accepting it like a champ. Hey, man, I don't know. That was personally, I think that was what's the word I'm looking for? Like social slaughter. Like he slaughtered himself. Like oh, yeah. he sacrificed himself. Oh yeah. On social media, but Anthony, each their own, right? Anthony Ellie. What name a name a time where you you got your ass beat? Not as like a kid or a adult, but yeah, I never fought like anyone. Okay. Like physically fought? Nope. Okay. Um, but you know how like when you were little, some kids got like the chancla. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the chancla. I got the wooden spoon. Mm. That shit hurt. Mm. That's more discipline, though. That's not like a fight, you know. Like, I've never been in a fight, though. Okay, so you've never had to, to, to take an L or, or you know, just keep it pushing. Huh? I don't know if it was like a fever dream or when I was like in kindergarten, mm-hmm. but I feel like someone did hit me in kindergarten, but not like fifth grade or anything like that, or middle school or high school. Mm. Okay, 
I, I, you know, honestly, I don't really expect it from girls a lot. Actually, it was funny. I saw a tweet where a girl's like, I'm about to fight this girl, blah, blah, blah. And then later she replied to her own tweet. Or she's like, I'm going to record this fight. And I'm going to beat this girl up. And then she, she replied to her tweet later like, nah, I got my ass beat. I'm not going to post it. <laughs> so, like, you're a real one. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't really expect girls to fight a lot. They're they're more just, like, yelling at each other and shit. But, I mean, some of them uh, Really? Some of them, some uh, of them do throw down, but a lot of girls don't really want to fight. So I don't want to fight anyone. I don't know, man. I've seen some crazy ass girls, bro. Honestly, like if my always girl tries, down to fight. If my girl tries getting into a fight, like I no, I I don't want her to get hurt. Yeah, no. So really, yeah. Like you would like like okay. Let me ask you this question: How would you feel if? Something was happening to you, and she tried to stop you. Would you oh, stop? Oh, hell no. I already told her, get some, I'm going to buy her some pepper spray. Don't come in and help me. Don't jump in. Pepper spray the motherfucker. Then we can jump him. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> Then we can jump him. You know what I'm saying? No, me. just kidding. No, but that's a quick getaway. Like, I'm, I told her, if, I, if it ever looks like I'm losing, you bust it out. You know what I'm saying? Then we just dip. That's the policy. Anthony. I've never gotten my ass beat like that. Never, like, I've bled. I've been punched in the face multiple times. I used to box people for fun. And, yeah, I used to dish it out, and I got some dished at me. And um, it was very humbling. But never as bad as Nate Robinson, for sure. I mean, never as bad as that, but, like, you're saying you've won every single fight you've been in? No, I'm not, I haven't won every Let fight. Let me hear but one. Like, Let me hear one. Oh, the worst one that I pro- that probably happened to me was when um, we were in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Our group got in a fight with another group, and uh, it was right in front of the bouncer of the club. Mm-hmm. And um, it just it ended with somebody else that was trying to stop the fight. Um, had me in a choke in like a Yikes. triangle chokehold because they were trying to restrain me mm. from jumping back in. Damn. You what was the issue of these fights? Like, well, oh, so all I saw was some guy throw a cigarette butt at my friend who shall rename, who shall be nameless, remain nameless. Shout out. Nameless. You know, <laughs> nameless friend. And um yeah, next thing I knew it was just like tunnel vision and I swung at the, the guy. I have a scar right here from Battle Scars. Right. Battle Scars Galactica. Right <laughs> from from the guy's face. Okay. But it's a crazy night. Nice. Yeah, man. There you go. And I bet you learned something. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I was like, all right. That's what's I can be fighting everybody. Sorry. Yeah, you can be fighting everybody. But I don't know. After the Nate Robinson, it was Mike Tyson. I didn't really see yeah, that Yeah, Mike fight. Tyson and Roy Jones. It looked weird seeing that was, two old men just. Saying. It was definitely weird. It was two uncles fighting at the barbecue. Who's going to be able to you know, man the grill? That's what I thought I was watching. But that's, hey, you know what, dude? Hilarious. Those dudes are plus 50. You know, they're they're definitely outside of their prime, but they still went for eight rounds, man. Oh, you know man. what I mean? Like, you have to give it up for that, that. That's legendary shit right there. They would kick any of our asses straight up. Facts. Without a doubt. So, I mean, but it was just weird <laughs> seeing how old they were and just like. Yeah. Like going at it. I think 
the 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 thing that got me about that fight is like watching Roy Jones like try to run away after he'd swing. I was like, dude, what am I watching right now? <laughs> That's his signature, was... though. He his is the jab and then like dip. Yeah, but it looked a lot cooler a couple years ago. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> now it's kind of slow. He didn't look scared yeah, for his life. A little delayed. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, I don't know. Shout out to them though. They put on a fight. Um, I don't know. I probably could have lived without seeing him fight, though. <laughs> like it wasn't something that I was head over heels for. Yeah, it was a it was a weird event, but I think it was for charity. So I'm glad that they were able to get some money for charity. We got some memes mm-hmm. out of it. You know, Nate Robinson just KO'd. They put him on the NBA logo. It was hilarious. They just they're man, doing a whole bunch of stuff. the baby is out here chilling with Jake Paul. I just saw a video of it today. Mm. Like you know, making like Nate Robinson memes. The baby man, he about to lose his black card for that shit, dude. Really? Yeah, we're about to have a racial draft and trade his ass away. Damn. Yeah, dude. The baby, you heard it here first. <laughs> Facts, bro. That's crazy. Can't be. So yeah. Do, so do you feel it was a racial thing when you saw that knockdown? Did your soul? No, absolutely hurt? not. Nah, I didn't see it like that. <laughs> it wasn't like the man brought us down. It was just, I know it's just weird to see the baby like. I don't know, jump into, like, this is the, because, like, honestly, bro, I feel like he kind of keeps in his own lane. He does his rap shit and whatever, and this is kind of, like, the first, like, jumping into the wave of, like, I don't know what the word you would even call that, like, just, like, the social media drama shit. Is it drama, really? I don't know, Mm -hmm. but just, like, jumping in on it, getting on the bandwagon, it was just weird to see. Mm -hmm. I would have never expected him and Jake Paul to be sitting there making Nate Robinson memes. Yeah. Yeah. Weird event. Damn. What was even weirder was these metallic monoliths. I'll call it poles. I don't even know what the hell a monolith is, but uh, uh, alien these, stripper poles. These, these alien <laughs> stripper poles appearing in weird spots around the world. You guys hear about that? Yeah. 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 What's so, up with that? So they found one in it's Utah. Crazy. And then a couple months later, they, or not even months, like a couple days later, I think they found one in Romania. And if you Mm -hmm. guys don't know about what we're talking about, there was the first one that was discovered in Utah was discovered by a helicopter squad that was, I forgot what they were going to do, but they flew over something and a scientist pointed it out. They landed, went and checked it out. And it was just a random rectangular prism looking metal spike on the ground it it doesn't have any markings on it and it was just there and it's in the middle of nowhere and you just wonder what what is this have the aliens arrived guys it's 2020 yeah if it, if it's the it, only thing left if any if any other shit was going to happen this year in the final month of the year it'd be some crazy shit like the aliens coming through Facts. I mean, shit. It, didn't the one the one in Utah heard is like it, it like it's gone now. Yeah, Things, yeah it you know, They came and picked it up, and then I don't know. I, uh, this shit's all plot, bro. I feel like somebody there's gonna be a new Netflix series or some shit that's coming out related to it, or like a new Amazon Hulu series, The Monolith, something crazy like that. It just seems so plotted, you know, so scripted. There's one in California now. No way. Yeah. On a mountain. No fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, this is some end of the world or uh, what is it? Not um, War of the Worlds. Remember that movie where the the 
the lightning strikes and transports all the aliens to like their little pods and they just start taking over the world yeah it was i don't i don't know what the hell these things could be but i don't know guesses since, uh, since our pod usually predicts the future, let's take some guesses. Alien stripper poles, final answer. Okay, so aliens. Ellie? I think it was just a big meme, just to get people talking. It was probably like some random like indie artist that mm. just wanted some attention and just mm. decided to do this. Some Banksy shit? Some Banksy shit. Some this Banksy was some shit. Banksy. If you guys don't know about Banksy, look him up. He's a really dope street artist that no one knows who he is, and he makes crazy-ass art. Anthony, what do you think it is, my friend? Aliens. Aliens, too? Okay, okay. The illegal kind or the extraterrestrial? <laughs> <laughs> Both. Hey. Extraterrestrial. Extraterrestrial. <laughs> I think it's a bunch of TikTokers. Ah. Uh, yeah. I had nothing to do with it. I think the TikTok meddling kids. <laughs> Goddamn meddling kids. They just out here with their monoliths. Yeah, man. I don't know. We'll see soon enough. Probably one of us is going to be right. Um, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Some other shit. LaMelo Ball was finally drafted to Charlotte Sports News. You know what's crazy? LeVar Ball got all three of his boys in the NBA, guys. Yes, sir. Jello just got him, I believe, a contract to the Pistons. To the Pistons. Um, yep. Where Where are his other two? LaMelo is in Charlotte, and then... Uh, Lonzo is Lonzo at uh, is the Pelicans, I believe. The Pelicans. Yep. Three boys, yep. all in the NBA. Three boys once. in the NBA. At once. Savage. Crazy. He's a GOAT. Yeah. Hey. What a flex. That's a super flex, bro. Mm. That right there, like, you've done everything you can for you, like, as a as a man yourself, right? Like, wasn't he, he played ball. He was in the NBA. I don't think he was in the NBA. Wasn't the, I, I thought he was in the NBA. Um, well, nonetheless, he was doing something, right? And then all of a sudden he goes and he gets all his boys into the NBA. That's just not luck. There's no way. Mm -hmm. There's no way that's luck. Yeah. He, so LeVar Ball, the father, had a had a really good career at UCLA. The Lakers selected him as the second overall pick in the 2017 NBA draft. What 2017? Wait, no, I think this was uh, Le I think this bro, was... you are tripping. That's nah, Lonzo. Yeah, that is Lonzo. <laughs> Never mind. I was about to say what? <laughs> Never mind. Google's when Google's does you dirty. Yeah, I don't I don't think he played in the NBA though. A quick search doesn't bring that up. So, yeah, it doesn't look like he was in the NBA, but hey, he he trained all his kids to be in there. So, I mean, while while you can't succeed and make it, you can damn sure make sure your kids do, right? That's what's up. I don't know. That's just so motivating too. Like like I forgot who I Oh, it was uh was it Jeezy? Jeezy had an interview on The Breakfast Club where he was talking about how if you as a man don't prepare and make it easier for your kids, you're not really doing you're not doing nothing with your life. 
is basically the premise of his interview. And that's some real ass shit, man. That's what I think about every day. Like, what am I leaving for my kids? You know, what am what what legacy, what type of what type of benefit could I do right now? Right. What kind of hustle could I do right now that will make it easier for my kids in this world? I always think about that, man. I'm always thinking ahead. You guys ever think like that? Nope. No, you're more of the in yeah. the now. Well, you don't want to nope. have kids, right? Ellie? No. Nope. Fuck them kids. I'll travel the world. Oh. You can travel the world. You guys think about that? No, I mean, just me? yeah, right. I like I think about not having kids right now because I wouldn't yeah. want to put them in a position that you know I wouldn't want them to be in. Mm-hmm. I, I, so I think technically that's thinking it the same way I would say. Mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely, man. Like I don't know, I feel like when when I bring my kids into this world, I want them, I want it to be as easy as I've always wanted. You know what I mean? Like I want I want them to have the shortcut that I never got or a lot of people never got. So shit. Until I'm at that point, I ain't having no fucking kids. Nice. Right. I do think about that kind of stuff. I um I got my life insurance because of that. There you go. Cash it out, put in some stocks. Right. <laughs> This man invest in yourself player i have a question like when you guys say like oh i want to give like my kids a better life than i had what does that mean exactly i want to give them the opportunity to enjoy life more you know i feel i was restricted and i feel like i could prepare them by you know, saving up money for them to go to college wherever they want and experience that college life, that independence while also pursuing higher education, doing better for themselves. I want them maybe even have like a hustle that has them working at a young age to get their own money, you know, and learn learn the value of currency at a young age and that hustler mentality so that when they grow up, they don't really need to do, they don't really need to go work for these other corporations. I plan to eventually have my own company where I can have them work, you know, and be like, you know, this is our, like, whatever we put into here, we're, we, we will reap the benefits. And that's, that's just kind of what I'm trying to work on right now. What, what can I do? What can I learn? What skills could I just obtain that'll help me build something that later on can help my kid not even worry about money where it's like, you know, you don't have to worry about going out and finding a job. Like, just work here. Put in the work here. You know what I mean? As, uh, what's his face? The guy I just talked, Jeezy. He was like, your kid want to be a DJ? Why Why you, like, you know, tell him to go do this? Like, instead, just um, buy a fucking, or buy a radio station. Then you, he can be a DJ whenever he wants or something like that. So, so yeah, it's just... You know, that type of mentality where it's like, don't try to work for somebody, try to be the boss. And that way you can, you can handle your own business. Anthony, how do you see it? What's your definition of preparing your kids for success? Preparing my kids for success, just giving them better opportunities, better ones that I've had. Um... Yeah, and then other than that, letting them, you know, be okay with whatever decisions they want to pursue in life. What are, like, the opportunities? Like, what do you mean by that? 
Like if they wanted to be a lawyer, be able to pay for law school. If they want to be an actor, be able to pay for acting school. Without worrying about loans, without worrying about money that they'll have to give back in 30 years. Be able to uh, turn one of them into an NBA player. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not with your genes. No. Hey, he did mixtape you, though. Just saying, man. Coming out. <laughs> Damn, Just love, saying. I'd love it if Simon came and balled with us. Yeah, Jeez. nah. Come I got. On. I'm. I'm. I'm quarantining. Mm. <laughs> so convenient. <laughs> Just playing. Yeah. What about you? What do like better for your kids mean? Like, what does that mean exactly? It means. I feel that. Like Ricky, you use the word restricted, and I like I don't know I don't I don't want to I don't like that word because I feel like it's just it's everybody kind of has the same finish line, but it's about where they start off at, right? So I think like where you are in regards to your status and your financials and your mentality and everything, right? Like once I'm at a point where I feel that everything that I want I can have and everybody I love can have that too then that's at a point where I feel my men mental and my financials are at a point where n nobody will have to suffer. And cause like right now they say like money don't buy happiness, but it buys you security, right? It buys you com comfort. So yeah, I think that's, that's what it means by a better life. It means being able to do things without the setbacks that normal people have to go through. Mm. Like again, and that's, at the end of the day, like I'm talking here about how I would plan to have a child, right? But we all know how the world works. Don't plan, like shit happens. Things happen. You meet someone, boom, pregnant. Boom, baby. <laughs> boom, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, man. Not like, if you're careful. We have a choice. Yeah. Bro, my mom was born in an era where condoms and birth control were hella hard to get. She didn't have me until she wanted. Like, it's totally our choice. You know what I'm saying? You trust her. She says you took her both control. You know what I'm saying? Just slip one Yeah, on. but sh should you not trust her if she tells you that then she you did? Can, you can just put one on anyways. You know what I'm saying? It's your choice. Maybe the birth Definitely control because no birth control is 99% effective or 100% effective. Abstinence is the only way. Yeah. Well. Lames. Yeah, there is a way, mm. technically. <laughs> Yo, so did you guys hear about these robot taxis happening in California? No. Yeah, so what happened is now Uber, Lyft, and all of those other stuff are going to have self-driving autonomous vehicles now. Testing has been approved in the U.S., um, but before they had never allowed those to make money from commercial rides, and now they're starting to roll them out. And, yeah, soon enough, man, we're going to start having – our lifts, our Ubers coming to pick us up in a passengerless vehicle. They just pull up, you get in, and they take you to your destination. How do y'all feel about that? Yep. As long as it's safe. Okay. And um, it's this is what Andrew Yang was talking about mm. the industrial revolution. Revolution. Mm. But it's the automation mm. revolution. revolution. The autonomy. Yeah, see, I stand fifth wave on that as well. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm a wave for motherfuckers to try it. And then 
hey, if it works out, we'll see what happens. <laughs> but yeah, I ain't getting it. Bro, I'm not getting in nothing that I can't control. Mm. Why am I going to put myself into that situation mm. where if something goes wrong, I cannot get myself out of it, mm. right? Like, I mean, we talk about like the takeover AI. What if I get into this automated car? Mm-hmm. Or is it auto? Am I saying it right? Automated? Yeah. Autonomous. And it autonomous. autonomous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. What if I get in this autonomous car and it takes me where the fuck it wants to go and not where I want to go? Mm. Right. Like that's a high possibility. Mm. I feel like when things are programmed and created, it's not with the intent of you can only do this. Like technology is, has come to a point where technology is not a tool, mm. right? I feel like it's way more than that. Like, like I feel with all of those kind of, you know, social media and like even just like autonomous stuff like that, like that stuff is going to learn on itself because mm. it's programmed to learn, I feel. Mm. Right, it's programmed to know, you know, certain destinations. It's programmed to know when to stop, when to go, mm-hmm. when to signal. Like it's literally functioning like a brain. Mm-hmm. Like you don't think at some point it's just gonna what? do its own thing. Well, that's the whole point about technology. Technology doesn't think by itself, right? It hasn't gotten to that point of artificial intelligence where it's mm-hmm. it's organic in a way. Like I mean, that might not even be the right word, but yeah, I'm a, a a a brain, a chip will only be as smart as we make it. We can make it learn, but if we don't know it ourselves, like it hasn't gotten to the point where it can like sustain its own thoughts and want to do things by itself. There's still limitations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I I do see your skepticism in it. I can see, you know, but you can also look at it at the positive side, bro. Human error is a really big thing. What if autonomous vehicles can cure drunk driving accidents you know what i mean like no longer do we have to worry about people crashing into each other because they decided to get behind the keys of their car or the wheel of their car when they're intoxicated you know if that if that reward if that pays out more than just like autonomous vehicles crashing right now car accidents are one of the biggest reasons for deaths in the u.s you know what i mean so imagine if we had a system where it's literally self-driving, like we don't have to worry about that and it works better than human error. That's the plus I look at instead of looking at it like, oh, it's going to it's going to do its own thing or like maybe hack or like have a have a, you know, a malfunction. Right. I like to think about it as like what would be the benefits to it? Well, the, the world could be such a better place. We'd have we'd stop having people that don't look at their fucking blind spots and kill a cyclist. You know what I mean? We can we can stop in drunk driving. You know, that's what I look at. And I think that's yeah. a really dope, dope thing. You know, and also and that can also like it could work like because, you know, you hear a lot of stories about like maybe even like Uber drivers being shady and, and taking you where they want to go, not even like going to your stop and shit. I've read stories like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like where's this self-driving car going to take me? Unless it's hacked, it's going to take me exactly where I want to go. And the people who created this are making sure that it's not hackable, that it's, that it's safe. You feel me? So that's yeah. another positive. Like, I feel that. that that definitely makes sense. I just think personally, the human error in that is like, we're literally trying to replace every single thing mm-hmm. with technology. I mean, that's, right? that's like, how I we did, advance. Yeah, 
But like, I mean, look at where we are today, right? Our whole interaction is literally pretty much gone from like person to person, right? Everything is social media. Pre-COVID, let's talk pre-COVID. Yeah. Like social media, right? Like, I mean, like we talk about like kids and like where they are today versus where they were now. Even look at fucking high schoolers now when <laughs> compared to what, what you saw like high school people as right like i just feel like we're gonna i mean that's the wave it's gonna go in regardless i'm not trying to sound like a fucking old head right now but you know it's at what point man do we just fucking stop and just like do shit ourselves nothing like at the right like i feel like it's we're we're consuming everything with how do we replace it with this and like that's my question is are we going to put ourselves at a point where we've literally made technology for every fucking little thing would that be such a bad thing? I mean, what would we do as a fucking human then? Would we become like, what would we, what's the point of us is we have literally technology to do everything. What would be the point of us? That's a whole We're just consumers and users. Yeah, right? Yeah, like, see, like, that's... Administrators, supervisors, <laughs> and it's a, it's a utopia, or it could be a dystopia. It could be either or, depending on how, how our government changes to accept technology. Because it's like Andrew Yang said, we're approaching an industrial or a uh, techno technological yeah. revolution, the fourth revolution in society. So it's like, how are we going to handle this, right? You're yeah. right. If people start losing jobs because of autonomous vehicles, what are we going to do for those people? Well, we have exactly. to start looking at how we can produce money, maybe a universal basic income where everybody gets the, the money that these machines produce instead of just the wealthy share it among the people so that look you're getting paid without even working but you're still going to have a role in society right we still got to have people that that look over these machines we got to have people that make sure they're supervising to make sure everything's working right maybe it's going to bring a whole new path of learning and that's that's just what we see this was a, a question in my computer ethics class it's like imagine a world where everything's autonomous we can't do shit what do we have to do well the currency kind of like what is currency right if we can't obtain currency because everything's already being done by robots well then shit we just have to provide for each other in a way that's like still functioning and we can still live and eat and survive but it that's a whole yeah. conversation um Facts. yeah it's and i don't think we have time on this podcast i don't think people want to hear a <laughs> a whole you know other hour AI, fucking terminator fucking part Skynet, four you know what i'm <laughs> yeah. saying like i just wanted to to bring up that it's happening you know the california public utility utilities commission cpuc approved two new programs that allow autonomous vehicle operators to launch their own robo taxis in the state so with this autonomous vehicle deployment programs and the driverless autonomous vehicle deployment program will allow participants to offer passenger service services, share rides, and accept monetary compensation for rides in autonomous vehicles. This is from The Verge. So it's coming, man. And it's it's another it's another wave. It's another thing that's happening. And I don't know. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it. I think it's awesome. I think technology is amazing. That's why I studied computer science. I love messing with all these, you know, these these doohickeys, these ticky-tackies, these coding pythons, this Java. You know what I'm saying? I'm about it. So I think it looks dope. 
Yeah. What else we have it? this week? Industrial Revolution is coming, so keep up. Yeah. All right. I think it's time. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. I think it's time think for some. Time. Um... I think it's time for this week's shit show of the week. Here. All right. Welcome back to another episode of Down in the Basement where we highlight a shit show of the week. This week, I want to give a huge shit show of the week to the TikTok Slasher. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. TikTok, the popular social media video app that has been taking over in waves. Waves, 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 more waves. Holy shit. Ellie, you are our own professional tiktok correspondent how addictive is tiktok extremely addictive you think you're on the app for five minutes when in fact you've been there for five hours bam you lose track that's why the clock keeps tick talking you know what i'm saying just a bar for you it just so happens that this addictive social media platform is taking over the world in storm so many people now you see doing dances shout out to robbie for killing that body make uh, meg the stallion um you know Everyone's hooked on it. Everyone likes the attention, the likes, the views, the follows, everything. We all are slaves to attention. Let's be honest. All right? We love getting likes. I posted a birthday pic where I'm smiling and dying, looking all fine, and God damn it, it felt so good to get those likes. You know what I'm saying? We all do it. Some of us are a little bit more extreme than others, though. And that's exactly what happened as Zachary T. Latham age 18 decided to do anything for clout and it just so happens that this anything cost someone their life you see what happened is what had happened was latham was tra- was charged with aggravated manslaughter because he decided to kill his neighbor william t durham senior during a brawl that followed after weeks of harassment and threats by Zachary Latham. See, Zachary Latham was a bully, a social media bully. He was in a spot where he wasn't happy, and you know what? He decided to take it out on his neighbors. One day, he recorded his neighbor, uh, the wife of the victim. Um, so basically, she was telling him she was done with his loud music and all of this and all of that. And he decided to record it and call her a Karen and just yell back at her. OK, Karen, I Karen. We've all heard of Karen's. You know what I'm saying? He decided to just put her on blast. And, and sure enough, those views started escalating, rising. He started flourishing in that attention. And what Zachary decided to do after that was, hey, this works. I'm just going to keep it pushing. So he would constantly harass his his neighbors, getting them to the point of fights, you know, verbal. And then one day it was physical. And it just so happened that that physical altercation became a matter of life and death for William T. Durham Sr., age 52, who had to be buried because Zachary was trying to do it all for clout. People, don't let social media get in your heads. A lot of it is fake. People only see what they want you to see, their successes. Some don't even let you see their failures. I do. It's kind of funny sometimes. But I don't mind making a fool of myself because I think life is about experiences and lessons. 
But Zachary T. Latham didn't learn a lesson. And now he's charged with manslaughter, set bail, and is waiting to defend himself in court. So to you, Mr. Latham, I give you this week's shit show of the week. Horrible. You better not do that, okay, Ellie? I would never kill anyone. And if I did, <laughs> y'all heard it, I can get away with it. <laughs> ding, ding, disclaimer. All right, now it's time to get into this week's... Shout out of the week. 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 All right. And this week's shout out of the week goes to Great Old Scotland. That's right. The great country of Scotland becomes the first country to make period products free. That's right. It's about goddamn time our ladies got their feminine hygiene products oh free god damn it i don't know why this happened doesn't happen sooner why do we make girls pay for stuff that we as men probably installed in the society just to have them like some misogynistic stuff you know what i'm saying like it's a natural occurring thing why do they gotta wear these these pads these tampons it probably happened before and then we're gonna make them pay for it Yo, if we're going to make them wear this, at least give it to them for free. That's all I'm saying. I've been a big proponent of this type of stuff forever. And I'm so glad that countries are finally deciding to make a move out of this. Scotland, I am so proud of you. I think you are making the right moves in order to make your people happy. And that's on period. So to you, Scotland Yard, I want to say you are the best. And you are this week's shout out of the week. I'm going to hold on the guitar riff because we have one more shout-out of the week. Ellie, you are our other shout-out of the week. That's right, because I respect what you do for the San Jose Elotero man. I respect what you do for other people on TikTok that need help, for the people in need, for just the people in general. You are a voice that is being heard by, last time I saw, 5,000 followers. And I respect your activism. And I think more people need to be like that. So to Scotland Yard and to Ellie, the people's person, y'all are this week's. Shout out of the week. 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 There you go. All right, and I think that brings us just in time to Wise Words. Start us off. Here's Elizabeth. The key to change is to let go of fear. Thank you. Here's Simon. I just want to leave you all with this. A smart man makes a mistake, learns from it, and never makes that mistake again. But a wise man finds a smart man and learns from him how to avoid the mistake altogether. 
very smart. Thank you. <laughs> very wise. Here is Ricky. I just want to let everyone know this week's positive affirmation. I want you to repeat this with me. Everywhere I go, I prosper. Everything I do always works out for me. I welcome new energy. I am attracting better. I feel good about who I am. I love myself. I choose to be hopeful. I believe in myself. I am thriving in every way. Things are happening for me now. Awesome. Last but not least, I just want to leave everybody off with this. Train your mind to see the good in everything. Positivity is a choice. The happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts. And with that, tune in again next week because we are out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey there, thanks again for listening to this episode of Down in the Basement Podcast. I appreciate you tuning in. And uh, follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at WeTheBasement. Interact with us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Until then, see you next week.